Brilliant. Danny Flexen here for Seconds Out. Delighted to be joined by Tunde Ajay. Come on. Saturday night was a big night, and I suppose mixed emotions, it's fair to say. You had a couple of guys on the bill. Yes. Um, all but one came out on top. Yes. Uh, main man, Anthony Yard, AY, and Amin as well. Both yes. impressed. You obviously suffered a defeat with Bilal Ali. Um, yes. Surprise defeat against Ed Harrison. Yes. What were your emotions once the show was over, given the mixed results? Well, um, you know me, generally, I always stay positive, regardless. And I, 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 as I've always taught the guys around me, maybe some of them knew before I was teaching them, that in every negative, there must be a positive. Because nothing can exist without having two sides, a positive and a negative. It's like me and you always laughing about these... YouTube comments. Laughing, crying. You can't win. So, you know, that's a, that's a clear example to show people that there's positive and negative and everything. And you, you just have the, you have the choice uh, to decide which side you want to focus on. And, and regardless of, of, of the outcomes on Saturday night, I look at it on the side, which I've always looked at everything, which is positive. So there's something for Anthony, I mean, for something for Bilal and Ade to learn in it. And that's basically what I told them. You know, you have to look at the situation, see where you went, where both of you went wrong, because nobody is uh, immune from blame, you know, but the blame is not to point the finger and say, you didn't do that, you didn't, do that. the point is to look at yourself. Yeah. And, and see where you could have gone better, what went wrong. And then if you do that, if you're, you know, if you're strong enough to do that, it's a lesson. It's not a loss. Good stuff. And someone who doesn't, well, everyone still needs lessons, but someone who maybe is in a better mood, certainly today, would be A.Y. Anthony Yard. Come on. <laughs> um, got through Dex Bellman, first action since February out in Spain. Must have been delighted to get back in the ring. What, what did you see in his performance? What did you like? And, and what do you feel still needs a bit of sharpening up? It's exactly what I said it was going to be done. I told you, Dex Melbourne won't be coming forward <laughs> like, like he does, like he done with Lyndon and, and Shaq and Peters. You're, everything in life is levels. It's a different class. AY is a different class. And I've, and I've said it, and that's no disrespect to uh, Dex, because he's proven that he's British level. You know, he, he you know, uh, um, Alpha couldn't take his eyes off of Dex Bowman for 12 rounds Shaq and Pitters certainly couldn't he got rocked a few times in that fight you know and uh, that was one of BT's you know fights of the year like so here we have what I've always said AY is head and shoulders above any British fighter in this country and we done that so easily I don't care what box ranking say. <laughs> I don't care what WBO say. We are, from the outlook, the best in Britain. And we are certainly knocking on being the best in the world. And that's definitely going to happen. Everything is timing. But I don't want to hear no one from Britain saying we ain't the best and that someone's ahead of us. Um, we're the best in Britain. And Saturday night, we proved it. Because we beat someone who pushed the British and the Commonwealth champion. We brushed them aside so easily that there can't be an argument against Anthony being the number one fighter in the UK. 
obvious follow-up question to that then. Joshua Boetzi, do you consider him British? And if so, is Anthony still number one in Britain? How can it, how can, you know, I've said this so many times. How can Joshua Boetzi be ahead of Anthony Young? What, because he got a bronze medal in the Olympics? <laughs> Bro, this is this ain't the amateurs. This is the this is the the, uh, the professionals. Joshua Boatsy won the British title off a guy that got a draw with someone we beat in our professional debut. Work it out. It's yeah, not, that's a kind of not, process that, but yeah. Yeah, it's not algebra. It's like it's not rocket science. The the numbers don't lie. The statistics don't lie. Joshua Boatsy has yet yet to fight somebody who has equaled him in amateur experience. Anthony Yard beat and stopped a World Games bronze medalist who had never been dropped, never been stopped, been in the ring with world-class punchers, Arthur Abraham, Sakiel Beaker, and Anthony Yard stopped, dropped him in the second round and knocked him out in the fourth round. Now, just to say, before you go on, because I, I was debating this with someone on um, Twitter the other day, that's Anthony's best win, right? You've got to say on paper. So, Clocker is... But then again, you could go to Nemes Patty. Nemes Patty fought Callum Smith. Nemes Patty fought Anthony Durrell, who's only to this day, as I've... I mean, last time I checked, I don't really... Do, he's only lost one fight. But certainly, Callum Smith hasn't lost no fights. Ring-recognised super middleweight champion of the world. And let's get it right. Super middleweights are like heavyweights. <laughs> they just starve themselves. That's all it is. And Nemes, go and look at the fight with Callum Smith versus Nemes Patty. And see how that fight was. And go and look at the bludgeoning Anthony Yard gave Nemes Patty. It's just different levels. Like, you can't... It's, this isn't Tundi Ajayi just boosting up his charge, although that is my job. Yeah. Although that is my job, so I can't be, you know, um, scolded for doing that. But these are statistical, evidential facts, Danny. And I'm not going to argue with people online who don't know nothing about boxing. I won't use the word Roger Mayweather, God rest his soul, use. I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Roger's Roger. There can only be one Roger. Uh, but these people don't know about boxing. So I ain't wasting my time. The stats show it. And go and ask Dex Bowman. Dex Bowman said prior to the fight, nobody in boxing has ever pushed him back. He said it. Tunde Ajayi never said it. He said, Carl Greaves said on Twitter, which I saw about a week, uh, week before, there is absolutely no way Anthony Yard can stop Dex Bowman. They said it. I just kept quiet because I was like, bro, you like ain't been in the ring with anyone. You see what I'm saying? So what we have in there is a, is, a, is a situation where you are having people making decisions based on emotion and not facts. Tunde Ajayi, as always, has always dealt with the facts and the matters. Well, that's so, it. so if Buatsi fought Dex Bellman next, which he's not going to because he's fighting in a couple of weeks. And, it's not and let me tell you something. People <laughs> say, people say, people say, oh, uh, these guys have fought um, um, uh, Dex Bowman already fought um, Arthur and Shaka. So what's the point in in, in Anthony fighting him? Hold on. Didn't Boatsy and uh, and Eddie and all the rest of the um, cheerleaders say and uh, Boatsy got rid of um, Anthony's previous opponent who already stopped 
quicker. Wasn't they making comparisons of the two? So what are they talking about? Every fighter Boasi's fought has turned down Anthony Yard. That's what the people don't know. Every single fight, and I've seen the texts where uh, Frank's even said, I'll offer you more money than what Eddie's offering you to fight Anthony Yard. They'll say, no, sir. <laughs> the only way I'm fighting Anthony Yard is for a world title. So we are the A-side. I keep saying it. Not, and, this, and I'm saying we're the A-side, not because I'm just trying to, you know, do my psychological warfare before the fight, which was what Kovalev was when I said it, because that's what it is. It's mind game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't really argue with Kovalev's resume. The guy fought Andre Ward and Alberta Hopkins. Uh, but I had to back myself. I had to back Anthony Yard, and I said it, we're the A-side. But in this situation, one million percent, Anthony Yard is the A-side. We are calling the shots. The fight happens where we say it was going to happen. Or the only other way is, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of them turning fights down, didn't uh, Sean Monaghan, who went on to fight Callum Johnson, didn't he turn down a fight with Yard? He turned us down as well. All of them turned us down. It's just that we don't say it. We, you know, me and Andy, we're not in that business because we don't, where we come from, we're not into calling man's name. We're not, like, we, don't, we don't care about all that calling that man's name and saying, oh, but let me tell you something, Danny, and you can, and, and the seconds out followers are going to hear this. Anthony Yard has never called out no fighter. And we are the ones who had the least backing, the least amateur experience, the least, we've we done everything from the get-go. If not for Frank Warren, not even seeing Anthony and believing what I said, you, we didn't have no backing. These guys have got everything. They've had everything. I'm not trying to say that's the reason why they are whatever, because I know how this thing works. That's why I got so mad with Dex Roman when he said, you've got everything given to you. They've obviously worked hard to get to a certain position, but I'm, what I'm saying is we didn't have that route. We never had that route. So now that we've got here, now that we took the gamble and went to Russia and done something no one's ever done and fought an elite champion, we deserve the respect for that. Just going back to the Spellman fight for a minute before we move on, did you feel he should have been given the opportunity to continue? I'm not going to ask if he could have continued because he's yes. a tough man, but no do you sir. think he should have? No, sir. Absolutely. I was shouting to the ref. Oh, you weren't, you weren't there. I said to the <laughs> <All> ref, <right. laughs> I said to the ref 30 seconds before, ask uh, Mike, Mike, um, is it Mike, I can I forget his name, sur surname. Good old. Michael, Michael, um, Michael, Michael something, the ref. I think it's Michael. Oh, Alexander. Michael, Michael Alexander. Asked him. I was shouting. I said, ref, you better stop this. <laughs> you better stop this now. And he, he literally, go and watch the fight. He, he signaled to me, relax, relax, because obviously, you know, I can't be shouting and everything like that. But I was literally worried for Dex Wellman. And if you go and watch the fight, he done a Sean Bay Mitchell <laughs> when Sean Bay Mitchell full Floyd. Like, he done a body shot, and then when the ref counts to 10, he goes, oh, why did you stop the fight? But if you look at the replay, sorry, if you look at the replay of the fight, Dex Spellman, after voluntarily going to the canvas, because he was concussed, standing up, the ropes actually held him up. The ropes held him up. He was in pain. He was in pain. So it's all right for some bloody people on Twitter talking about, Oh, the ref of the fight. You take shots from 
if not the biggest puncher in the light heavyweight uh, division in your ears and see how you feel. And then see if you see if you feel we're talking about people's lives here. Nobody doesn't want to see anybody got inj uh, injured. It's better the referee. And let me give Mark Alexander so much credit. Michael Alexander. Michael Alexander, sorry. Mark sorry. Alexander, good former pro. Yeah, let, let, let me let me give Michael Alexander a round of applause because he was there. He saw what was going on. He saw the heaviness of Anthony Yard's punches. And he saw that Anthony Yard hadn't even come out of second gear. It was only going to get worse for him. I was like, ref, please, I'm in the gym with this guy every day. Like, this guy is a paid assassin. Anthony Yard, when he turns up the... You saw the emotion after the fight. That guy was carrying with him spiritual, physical, mental power. And that's why... Dex Spellman felt that from round one, and that's why he was on his back. <laughs> I can forgive you that um, minor misstep because I think you know Mark Alexander pretty well, don't you? Uh, of, of course, Mark Alexander's <laughs> a fighter. So, 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 uh, but Mark Alexander uh, definitely, you know. Listen, there was at breakfast, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want people to start saying I was paying off the ref. There, there, there was Michael, there was uh, Marcus McDonald, and uh, Steve Gray all at breakfast, and I said, "Who's refing the fight tonight?" <laughs> and, they, and they was, I was like, oh, I think Mike is. I said, well, who am I giving 50 quid? <laughs> and they all started laughing. I didn't and think you were cheating, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. And I was like, and I was like uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, have, a good, have a good ref tonight. Yeah, have a good, you know, a good game. Because this is serious business. As much as he's seen me joking and everything like this is serious business. This is boxing. This is people's, you know, Dex Bowman's got family. He's got, he's got a missus. He's, you know, I don't think he's got the children, but he's got misses. He's got people that love him. And uh, when you know you're not good enough, just surrender. <laughs> just surrender. It's how it goes. We went to Russia. We wasn't, I wouldn't say we wasn't good enough, but we didn't have that experience. That was the gamble we took. Um, but we gained invaluable experience from Russia. And because of that, we're just on a totally different level to any British light heavyweight in this country. So with that in mind, you're fighting Spellman, or you just fought Spellman rather, you're fighting Lyndon next. Is that because the WBO situation's still being sorted out? They're kind of shuffling the pack a little bit during that mini tournament. So you've got to keep Anthony busy while that's going on. Well, first of first thing is this. I'm not sure whether Pat and Lyndon want that fight now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told them, bro, when, when, they, when they asked for the fight, I was like, bro, you sure you want this work? Are you sure you want this work? Because I think you've been listening to YouTube and all of that. Because first of all, you're coming up against the master genius in their day. And then you're dealing with, in my opinion, someone who's going to become a legend in the sport of boxing. That's just what I believe. Anthony Yard ticks every single box. Every single box. He's a personality. He's you know, very approachable. He knows how to speak on camera. He's, I wish I looked like Anthony Yard in, in, in the looks department when I was growing up or even now. <laughs> He's just got everything. And nobody ain't ripping up that script. And, and it, the only reason why people are kind of, um, you know, people don't believe it now or some people don't believe it is because of the route, what we've taken and how we've come up. This has never been seen and it's never been done. And that's all it is. You know, people, like, we, we, the, the weight, 
I'm, again, I'm quoting Carl Greaves. Tunde Ajayi trains in a system that 99.9% .9 of people don't train. He said it in the press conference, not to yeah. their day. I'm, I'm quoting Carl Greaves. And guess what? They talk about we don't spar and everything like that. Well, guess what? I saw Depp was sparring with Ricky Summers and all these guys. <laughs> that don't prepare you for Anthony Yard and Tunde Ajayi. It doesn't. You know, and, and, and whoever gets in the ring of Anthony Yard, they're going to recognize Dan Aziz, good fighter. Definitely a British champion. Dan Aziz can beat the British champion right now. Dan Aziz. 100% British Dan Aziz will be a British champion. But Dan knows what time it is. He said, he said, Dex Bowman will not go 10 rounds with Anthony Yard. He said that to me. Oh, he said it to you. It's a seconds out interview, yeah. Yeah, because somebody, I see, I see a little clip on it. He, you understand? He said it. Dan knows. Dan is like my family. You get what I'm saying? Dan's like my family, you know. Um, and Craig Richards, I remember. He took us down to spar with um, Tony Conquest. Yep. And, and they was all like, oh, wow, he, he can't be that good. <laughs> Got, and Craig was like, Craig was like, remember, Craig was with me. You understand? Craig went on, I, I, Craig Richards is someone that, you know, I wish him all the best, and uh, especially in his fight against a British champion, Shaq and Peters. Craig is like my family as well. These, 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 these young men are like my family. And Craig Richards said to them, well, Anthony Yard is not a joke. <laughs> he said it to, to the trainer. Yeah. Go and ask Tony Conquest what time it is. Tony Conquest is a, is, a, is a cruiserweight. I won't say no more than that. And that's one of the few people that we've ever sparred with outside of our camp. Because you know me, I'm not into this old sparring and you're sparring and then you're fighting the same person 12 months later. That don't make no sense to me. Uh, it's never made sense to me. You keep things in, ha uh, in house and then... Uh, anyway, let's move on. I don't want to tell you my secrets. <laughs> all my secrets. But, but you know, Anthony Yard's just not a joke. And I, I, I hope that, uh, you know, if, if Lyndon and, and Pat are still confident, you know, because they're, they're, you know, Pat, a very respectful guy, and uh, I respect him. And, and Lyndon, I respect Lyndon Arthur. You know, these are, I didn't want, I didn't want them to fight. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'll be totally honest with you, and you can quote me on that. I didn't want them to fight because I feel that if Lyndon just goes another route, you know, he can get a shot at a world title. But fighters are not the same after they fight Anthony Yard, including Kovalev. You, you will not be the same after you fight Anthony Yard. So if you want that fight, if you still want that fight, <laughs> let's go. Let's go, champ. But is your motivation for fighting these British guys just mainly to keep Anthony active while you're waiting for the next shot at world level? It's never been, never been. I only have one goal in my mind, one goal in sight, and that's to become a world champion. There's not a face attached to that goal. There's only a belt. <laughs> that's it. It's not a face. It's the end of the movie scenario. I've said this many times. It's the end of the movie scenario whereby you come into a, a go into a cinema and the film's already an hour and a half in. You watch the last 10 minutes, you know the ending. But then you go back to the beginning, you, you start the film, you sit down, relax, because you already know what's gonna happen at the end. <laughs> That's it. The end of the the end of the the end of the movie, which will be the beginning of the movie, 
is the world title. And there's, there's no there's no face attached to it. If Lyndon's in our way, just like Dex Bowman in our way. I know there were people online saying that this is going to be a tough fight. You know, uh, 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 they broke down. That's why I don't get in all that tactical breakdown and, oh, we've looked at this and he could get hit with that shirt and all that, all that nonsense. All that nonsense. They said it before the fight. You know, we've looked at Yard's fight. We've looked at, and I'm, we're the best person in his resume. And now we're going to push him out. And we're going to knock out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, champ. Let's go. So when do you see that beginning of the movie slash end of the movie happening? How long until you get another chance? Um, well, I'm not Time Warner and I'm not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't really say, um, Dan. No one knew that we would be in this current pandemic. It's just, there's always, you know, it reminds me that there's always a power above or below. You know, and we are just playing our parts. You know, Dex Bowman played his part in a fantastic movie, and he's going to have that in his life. He is part of history, Dex Bowman, and all the other previous 19 fighters, including Kovalev, is part of Anthony Yard and Bubbleton Dejai's story. So there is no time date, unfortunately. We don't have that. Anything can happen. We can go on lockdown tomorrow, and that puts uh, paid to Arthur. Um, yeah, you know, Arthur can get injured. Yeah, so before we um, were disconnected, you were just yeah. thinking about not really knowing at the moment how yeah, long yeah. it's going to be before Anthony gets his next shot at world level. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, basically, we just have to uh, take each day as it comes, you know, continue to just work hard. And I've been saying it for so long, and I was so overjoyed and elated to hear Anthony say, because I've always known it anyway. Nobody is outworking Anthony Yard. Nobody. There's nobody in boxing. How do I know? I spent so much time with Floyd Mayweather in his camp over the years from the Cottle camp. And I'm telling you, Dan, I don't care how many people say Tundi is a crazy man. But guess what? Guess what? This crazy man's words are becoming more real day by day. And everybody can see it. So it's like, you can either continue to be blind and not see that everything I've said from the start, even in terms of my training method. And that's why I said, all right, you don't think I'm some flash in the pan. You know, we all saw Otto and, uh, you know, me bringing him to the top of the mountain, but then unfortunately him failing his medical and the Maidana 2 card. And then you all see me training all these fighters, O'Hara, Craig David, Craig Richards. <laughs> now, that would have been a scoop. <laughs> that would have been a headline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Craig, Craig, Craig. Was he slicker than the average? <laughs> Craig, you know, Craig, but the great... Sunday, you, you and Craig David, the relationship, can you fill me in? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop now. It's not like we've got oh, seven no. days I, to do I, this. I, I'm cracking the joke, Dad. Not you, mate. You're the, you're the interviewer. But, I'm the straight man. I'm the straight you know, man. You know, pick up Craig Richards, Spider Man. One of my, he's such a nice guy, Craig, and I, I wish him all the best. And I know he's going to do well because he wants it. He always trains hard. But you know, um, it's one of the reasons why I said, you know what? You people don't respect me. I'm going to show you. I'm not going to train no one but Anthony Yard, just to show you doubters and all you haters that. Tunde Ajayi 
is a man whose word you can depend on. <laughs> and you're going to see it. Anthony Yard, special talent. Anthony Yards don't come around very often. Believe me. And you talk about the Kovalev fight. You talk about me making the mad comparisons between Andre Wood. Andre Wood never fought uh, an, elite, an elite champion after 12 amateur fights and 18 professional fights. No, he didn't. Neither did Floyd Mayweather. So we're dealing with somebody that picked up a sport at 19 years old, had his first fight shortly after amateur fight, had 12 fights, and then after 18 professional fights, fought an elite champion. Has Billy Joe Saunders ever fought an elite champion? No. Well, Billy Joe Saunders is it depends what you qualify as elite. I mean, he beat Andy Lee for the title, didn't he? But Andy Lee's not an elite champion. Andy Lee, Canelo, if you fought Canelo, that's an elite champion. If you fought Mayweather, that's an elite champion. But Billy, who, again, it, it's like this now. Billy, now, I'm always going to go with Billy because I'm a low person. Billy's my number one British fighter. And then it's Josh, Josh Taylor after that. And then maybe I should... I, I, anyway, I said, hold on, I'm the number one. No, I said, you're the number one in the world. I'm talking about British. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, Billy, <laughs> Billy number one and Josh Taylor number two. But even those two guys haven't got an elite champion on their resumes. Win, lose, or draw. This is... If, the only way you can't see what's going on is if you don't know about boxing. <laughs> what qualifies as an elite champion? Because there will be people out there on those sites you hate so much, Twitter, YouTube, so on, who will say Kovalev at that stage of his name. career was no longer elite. Let me give you the names. James Tony, Roberto Duran, Bernard Hopkins, Joe Calzaghi, Floyd Mayweather, Andre Ward, I think I've said Andre Ward already, um, Canelo Alvarez. And you're putting Kovalev up there with them. How many years was he Ring Magazine number one? Three, maybe. I'm not sure. Exactly. I rest my case. <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. You can go anywhere and, and, and name any of the aforementioned names I do. Any man on the street would know who they are. Go on the street today and say, do you know Arthur Baturbian? Go on the street and say, do you know um, Bibble? They don't know them. Go on the street and say Bernard Hopkins. People know Loud mouth American. <laughs> Dude, I live in Snodland. They won't know any of them. They won't know who Joshua is. <laughs> People know Anthony Joshua. I've got to say Anthony Joshua is up there. People know Tyson Fury. These are elite guys. That's what you call elite when everybody knows them. So that's why when we fought Covenant, people were like, are you mad? Are you fighting that man who killed someone in the ring? The man who battered Bernard Hopkins, who was also an elite champion. The man who dropped Andre Ward. But, it, but this is the difference. So after he beat Hopkins and after the first Ward fight, I would have said he was elite. I would have agreed. Yes. But I'd say by the time he fought Yard, and a lot of people would say this, maybe he wasn't elite. Maybe he just started to slip by that point. He'd lost to um, Alvarez. Okay. okay. And regained his title. You want me to answer that, Dan? Go for it. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> I don't know Let me tell you about boxing. He took, Alvarez, he took Alvarez lightly in the first fight. And Alvarez done what a true professional would do when 
you take your foot or, <coughs> or your eye off the gas. After that fight, they said Kovalev is washed up. What did he do? He got himself back together and he boxed Alvarez ears off in the rematch. So what happened to this old man that everyone was talking about? And then he come up, up, up against a young lion and, and he done what he's supposed to do with that experience and, and training that hard. The mistake, what he made, which he wouldn't have done, was take Anthony Yardon before he fought Canelo Alvarez. Because Anthony took everything out of him. He shouldn't have fought, and admittedly, he, proved, he said that after the fight, he should have never fought, but we were in the way. And we could have done what El, um, Alvarez done, which was take separate step-aside money three, four times. I think Alvarez took step-aside money two, three, four times. We ain't about that. We're about fulfilling legacy. And we was the, the big cap. We was the, like the big wedge in the middle of a multi-million pound fight happening before. And so that tells you everything you need to know about Kovalev and us. It was a smart move from Alvarez, though, wasn't it? To oh, say to Kovalev, you've got to take the fight. This money's only going to be here for this date. So you've got yeah. an eight-week or nine-week turnaround, or you don't yeah. get the fight. It's a very smart move. But as I said in an in a interview the other day, Alvarez has paid the cost to be the boss. Yeah. He's calling the shorts. He's so earned it. He's earned This it. is what an elite champion does. <clears throat> they call the shots. And, I mean, there's a lot I could say, but I've learned from the Kovalev fight to hold my mouth on certain things. But, again, a lesson that I learned in, 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 in Russia. You know, uh, Anthony has been telling me certain things that I've never even cared about. Because I've just, I've got that confidence. But I learned a lot from Russia, a lot of things. And I'm saying that, again, I, I just know what I'm going to know. Anthony Yard has done incredible things, even at this stage of his career. And uh, we still got a long way to go. I still envision Anthony having a good, well, he's, he's 29 now. Anthony Yard could go into the age of 40. Because, tell me, on Saturday night, did Anthony Yard look faster than he did in Russia? Yes. Did he look stronger than he did in Russia? How many of these are they going to be? <laughs> yes. Did he look technically better than he did in Russia? Yes. People are realising, again, what I said, Anthony Yard will get better and better and better and better too. He's the main man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I can tell. <laughs> Well, congratulations once again on your win. And, and for Amin's win, of course, as well. And, you know, best of luck to, to Amin, Bilal. let me tell you something. Amin Jahanzeb, I said it. That kid, you, he's, he's going to be like Marmite if he ain't already like Marmite. You're going to have a love him or hate him. But either way, he is going to be a champion. He's going to be a champion because he's got the confidence. He's got the brash. He knows how to talk. You know, uh, he knows how to sell himself. Very much like Anthony Yard. I don't need to talk for him, although I am going to talk. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking forward to his journey. And with, with Bilal Ali's concern, I, tell him, I told him yesterday, the lesson that you've learned from Saturday is already going to stand you in good uh, standings moving forward. Because you know now there's other hungry people out there that want it. That, didn't you see his opponent? It's like he won the world title. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big break for him. It's a big break for him. 
I said to him, I said, Bob, you can't hate on him. You can't hate on the young man. I'm happy for him. I said to Kieran Farrell, because Kieran, me and Kieran Farrell, Kieran Farrell's a supporter of me, and, and, and Anthony especially. And I think even Ed said it in the in the interview. He said you need to go and watch Adley Yard a bit more. You need to, you know, that. But I, I'm all credit to Ed Harrison. Big up, congratulations, young man, and I wish you all the best in your career because Bilal's coming back. <laughs> I told him there's no crying. Nobody don't care about no headaches or my foot or I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right. Nobody don't care about that. It's an individual sport. You reap what you sow. You work hard. You lose a fight. You shake a man's hand, well done, let's get on with it. And uh, Bilal will be back. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to let you go. It sounds like your throat's going a bit hoarse. You might need some honey and lemon or something. No, sir, we're, we're <laughs> fresh. I mean, that's just, that, I'm just putting it on that. Yeah, yeah. This is Pele Ajayi signing out. Pele Ajayi. Pele Ajayi. All right, brilliant. Well, take care, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Yes, sir. Thank you for this. I've still got to get on your show. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's coming. I haven't forgotten. <coughs> Yard hasn't even been to my show. Think about that. Bring us on together. We'll come as a package. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get one without the other. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, take care, mate. Speak All soon. The best. All the best.